0: Are you nice and hydrated over there and Barely. ready to roll? See, the yes. funny thing for all you listeners, the studio it also doubles as my office here at my house. And so Austin comes over sometimes and promptly pulls out like a four-gallon jug of water. You carry a huge... It's actually a half-gallon, but <laughs> close. <laughs> yeah, so he carries a half-a-gallon a half a water bottle with him. In his backpack. I
1: don't have to refill it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So he is well hydrated. And I drink it. He is well hydrated and ready for this episode, which by the way, hydration is key. Mm -hmm. So welcome back to the Mind Castle where we talk about ideas and things we're learning and whatever else we jolly well feel like. And today Austin's going to be telling us a bit uh, of something you did on a YouTube video. Yep. The YouTube video is called one simple idea that changed my life uh,
1: forever and ever. Yeah. No, just kidding. It wasn't that dramatic.
0: <laughs> so, so we'll try not to oversell it, but it, yeah, it's some kind of interesting stuff he's got here. And, uh, yeah. So what was the one idea
1: that changed your life? Well, it actually did. <laughs> so the title isn't that, whoa, inaccurate actually, because, um, I, well, it's about goals. Um, and it's about achievement of those goals and what that looks like. And, the simple thing of goals itself has been very, very influential in my life. Basically know where you're going and that's the bestest way to get there pretty much. Um, you can't really go somewhere where you don't know, you know, where your target is. Um, and so, you know, goals have been really influential, but then after that, it was maybe six or eight months after I kind of dove into that whole rapid trail. Um, I was reading another book, Um, This one's called Think Like a Monk uh, by Jay Shetty. And obviously, you know, we don't necessarily endorse everything in there. Um, Oh, you're not
0: a Buddhist? No, uh, I'm
1: actually not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it's interesting reading that from a Christian perspective um, and seeing how they interpret the world. But basically, the book isn't necessarily about shoving doctrine down your throat. It's very much more of a, you know, he goes and practices to become a monk and he says, you know, hey. There's some really, really powerful mindsets that these guys know outside of religion that are influential in life. And so he begins teaching them and he writes a book about it. Um, and one of those uh, things that he talks about in the book is something along the lines of goals. Um, it, he doesn't quite call it that, but I'll just, I'll read a little bit of, of the, or tell a little bit of the story um, that he talks about in the book here. Um, so basically at the at the early stages of his training, he's, you know, living with the rest of the monks. And he's being shown around by a older, more senior monk. Um, And the senior monk, you know, is pointing out the achievements of, you know, the other monks that they pass. You know, he points out one that, you know, will fast for a long period of time, or another one that, you know, can meditate for hours on end. And, you know, it's their impressive achievements. And then he points to another one who says that he can, you know, recite every verse in their scriptures. And Jay is very taken aback by that. And (laughs) And he says, you know, man, I like, I wish I could do that. And the senior monk turns to him. And at this point in the book, Jay is like, he's like, I've learned that a lot of my teaching moments come in times like this, not in the classroom. (laughs) So the senior monk looks at him and says, "Uh, do you wish you could do that? Or do you wish that you could learn to do that? And, you know, at first I was like, "Hmm, that's interesting. And Jay was confused as well. He's like, what do you mean by that? And the senior monk says, hey, like, think about your motivations do you want to memorize all of the scriptures because it's an impressive achievement? Or do you want the experience of having studied it? And the key point there is that in the first one, all you want is the outcome. You only want the status or like the, the you know, oh, wow, like I did this or I accomplished this. Um, and in the second, you're curious about what you might learn or who you might become in the process of it. Like that thought just took me aback. And like it took a couple months for, for it to really expand into what it is now, like with goals and like becoming, becoming someone through the process, not only trying to achieve the outcome of it. Um, and he talks about how him and a lot of our culture is very outcome based. <laughs> what are you, what are you going to do? what What's that going to do for you? Like, why would you do that? You know, you, you're not getting anything from it. And it's like, no, like I'm becoming a better person because of this. Um, and like I started slowly changing how I perceive like my ambitions I guess in that aspect you know it's like hey like I want to do this and then I would catch myself and be like okay but why do I want to do that like what's is it just so that people will look at me different or respect me more or and if it is then that's not going to last long <laughs> mm-hmm. um like good luck actually sustaining that but is it is it more like hey like I have to become someone who is capable of learning this skill or doing this thing and that's when it actually started clicking with me like just a few months ago I was like wow like I am not, I'm not only achieving the goal, like I'm becoming the person who is capable of achieving the goal. Mm -hmm. And that's when it really started like hitting me and making sense, all of these accomplishments and all of these things that I want to do, or I see other people doing, it's so much more than just the goal, like the goal itself of what you want to accomplish or what you see, like you and me, like that, that literally looks almost like our life now of like, you wake up, you do your daily checklist, you do your work. And that's your life, like, (laughs) like my when I finish my goal of becoming self-sustaining on YouTube, my day is going to look almost in the nitty-gritty, almost exactly like my normal day does now. You know, I mean, I might do different things, but I still have to get up, I still have to do some unpleasant things, or I still have to be disciplined. I still have to do my to-do list and my my schedule and all this stuff. Like that's what living your goal looks like. It's just, it's your day-to-day life. And so that's when it started. That's when I actually started getting more intrinsic motivation of like the long haul of like, how is this changing me and my my character and, and who I'm becoming? So that's kind of what I took away from it. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, th- this concept of becoming is important.
1: Mm-hmm. It's yeah.
0: really important. So we really need to do the book atomic habits on this podcast
1: we've only mentioned it like 10
0: times (laughs) yeah the problem is austin hasn't read it yet so we're really going to need to work on that because that's a lot of what he talks about in that book is is this concept of becoming or trajectory instead of defining moments of like woohoo look at this amazing thing that i can do Mm -hmm. he's like wait wait rewind what's the process to get there right break it down what does it look like? Anyway, there, there's a lot that goes into it. It's a very approachable, very practical book that I that I recommend um, reading. I don't recommend a lot of the stuff I read, <laughs> but that would be one that is quite good. And and one of the things, tell me what you think of this. I think this applies nicely to what you were saying. This is, I would say, is one of the core premises of the book. And this is a quoting from it. It is so easy to overestimate the importance of one defining moment and underestimate the value of making small improvements on a daily basis you should be far more concerned with your current trajectory than with your current results. You get what you mm. repeat. Yeah. Just that, that process instead of like, Oh, that's really cool. You can quote all the scriptures of of your Holy book. Uh, that guy had to do this. Like he had to right. be fascinated with the process and the trajectory and do it every single day mm. for many, many years. And then we come along and be like, wow, that's really cool. I'd like to be able to do that too. And not really understand what we are yeah. even saying.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like, he didn't, the people that actually accomplished those amazing things probably didn't go into with that end goal in mind. Like they didn't sit down and be like one day I'm going to be able to do this, this, and this. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. Like at least maybe they started that way, but that's not what actually probably sustained them. Cause that's only basing a lot. Well, that's basing a lot of your success on other people's response and what that's going to be like and what your life is going to be like versus the like internal side of things of like being satisfied with who you're becoming and not basing, and not basing your success and your fulfillment on what other people think about you.
0: Well, it also helps a lot with motivation. Well, yeah, that's kind the, of what you I was know thinking. Because if if you wake up and your motivation solely comes from the results that you're seeing right now, mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna wash out. <laughs> if, if if your dreams are big, like if you want to right. build something substantial. You'll just be like, oh, because you always have those days where it's just like, man, nothing's really moving. But if you understand what the trajectory looks like, and every day, if I keep building this, Mm -hmm. eventually, I will have built a cathedral. Yeah. If I step one foot in front of the other, one stone on top of another, so to speak. Actually, that's a bit of a net. That's kind of a good analogy. I never even (laughs) thought about that. I guess it comes back to one of my favorite books from last year, was an eleven hundred page book on a cathedral in England. So um, cathedrals are awesome. And -hmm. the thing with that is, you look at something that big and. You would literally go like for a year or two or three or five or 20 and have very minimal results. Yeah. Like they would spend the first few years working on everything underneath, like that was below ground hmm. that you never see. And it'd be years and you would have no results, nothing to show for it. And they were worried more about the long term trajectory. And that was enough motive to keep them going instead of just saying, Oh, I'm not seeing any results. So. You know, it mm-hmm. like they had that big end goal. And anyway, I'm I feel like we're getting, I'm getting off on in the weeds a little bit here. So I'll stop. Yeah. But I mean, that's
1: kind of where I was going to go with it. I was going to be like, you know, I mean, I'm sure you've had this happen and I've had it happen a whole lot where, um, you know, I say something that I'm doing or that I'm, you know, a skill I'm learning or, you know, fill in the blank, whatever that may be in your life. And you tell it to someone and they just look at you and they're like, why would you, why do you do that? Why would you want to do that? Like, Like, Austin, why do you take cold showers? And it's like, you could explain all the health benefits and whatever. Or, you know, Austin, why do you want to get good at memorizing or making videos or become a full time YouTuber or or whatever? It's like, why do you want to do that? Like, yeah, sure, there's some things that I want to gain from that externally, like external rewards of like, you know, controlling my own schedule or, you know, health benefits or whatever. But that's not like the core motivation, at least, Mm -hmm. especially not for cold showers and like disciplinary things like, you know, working out or a lot of it more is like, what kind of person is capable of doing this? And then I'm going to become that person. What kind of person yeah. is capable of taking a cold shower? Okay, that's really awesome. I want to become that person. And like, I don't mm. I don't care necessarily what other people think about me because when I do that, I know that I'm rising like above the discipline level of some, like in that area, not in other areas necessarily, but I'm going, like I'm becoming a different person every single time I'm doing this. Mm. I'm growing. And like, that's where a lot of this motivation stuff comes from. For a lot of, mm-hmm. for a lot of what I do. The battle is with yourself. Right.
0: Exactly. So it, it so there might be some people, <clears throat> ex Navy SEALs, for example, where oh, they're yeah. like <laughs> a cold shower, like seriously, right? that's like nothing compared to what we do. We sit in 42 degree water for 12 hours on right. end, you know, and it's no big deal for them. You know, so the, con- the comparison isn't necessarily other people. It's with yourself. It's like, saying, yeah. I need. I kind of need to work through this to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm. You will plateau. All of us plateau at mm-hmm. some point. And you're like I have went as far as I can go in this area, and then you're going to have to take a step across a threshold that is extremely uncomfortable, mm-hmm. to if you want to quote unquote level up or whatever, or to develop <laughs> a new skill or become a different person, whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and obviously for you, that was a cold shower. That yeah. was a battle that you have to fight. Well, I, apparently you're still doing it, right? Oh, every, yeah. Every day? Yeah. Yep. All day, every day. Okay. So for all you listening, if you missed the previous I don't know, number of episodes ago, Austin explained why he does cold showers. You should listen to it. And then yep. you should go take a shower. That is cold. Right. And then you will hate your life. It'll be wonderful. <laughs> no, you'll love your life. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on who you are. Yeah, anyway, exactly. it's a great episode. You should listen to it. Yeah, and and maybe we should just do a whole separate
1: episode on goals. We really should. And and how to use oh them my well. Goodness. There's so much with goals that just most people completely miss.
0: Yeah, like New Year's resolutions. We Terrible. could do so much better with New Year's <laughs> resolutions. They're, they're great and all, but like, man, we don't really set ourselves up to succeed. So I, I just have to, because we're here, back to Atomic Habits. Forget about goals is one of the key premises of the book. This is what he says, goals are about the results you want to achieve. Systems are about the processes that lead to those goals. Mm-hmm. Goals are good for setting a direction, but systems are what will get you there. Very important. So I'm not oh, saying yeah. goals are bad but just cause you have a goal doesn't really mean that much. Like if you have a goal to become an NBA basketball player, it doesn't mean anything unless right. you build a system to actually train and, and become that person back to the
1: becoming.
0: Right. Process. Exactly.
1: Um, well the way I like to illustrate it is like, it's like if you have a foot, a foot long, like 12 inches of something to me, it, in my mind, the way I see it is like 11 inches of that is you becoming the person capable of doing the one inch of the goal. Yeah. That like the process is so much longer and then it keeps going forward. The battle is with yourself, but in some ways a lot, in some, like for me, especially some of it does come more from comparing myself. Not like, not just a whole ton, but that's where a good bit of like that. I don't let that define my success or what have you, Mm -hmm. but there is a level of, it's a way of basing your trajectory off of other people's. Like I look look up to people that are more disciplined than me, that have more self control, whatever, as a a place that I'm going, mm-hmm. and I can I can gauge that better when I have something to go off of. Yeah, that makes sense. It doesn't, like I said, it doesn't define. I don't, it's not like oh, I'm better than everybody else because I do this, this, and this. It's more of a way of of illustrating to me like that it, it is a big step. Mm-hmm. It's not just something that anybody can do. Otherwise, mm-hmm. everybody would do it. And I think that's key. Like I don't think it's necessarily bad to to look at. It's important not to let that become your only motivation, because that's very external. Like, (laughs) I mean, you can use that, yeah. That's not gonna sustain you. you. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. exactly. We should really do a whole episode on goals, man. (laughs) Yes, I goals are well. See, it it, a lot of it depends on how you define goals. Because I read a book, and he's like, basically, if you develop a something like a goal, what you think is a goal, he's like, if it doesn't fit this criteria, it's not actually a goal. And it's like, okay, that's. You know that makes sense and like kind of what you're saying it's like it's he would say like it's not even a goal if you don't have a system in place to actually accomplish it um
0: and uh, stuff like that like so he
1: would define it very differently like i feel like we have a very loose translation of what we mean by a goal it's just like like for one thing he says <laughs> he's like a goal is not a goal unless it's written down if it's not written down then it's just a wish it's just something floating around up here nebulously that yeah. you kind of want to accomplish just just stuff like that that Making it concrete and something doable. I haven't read that book in a while, so I don't know if I'm quite ready to do an episode on that. I'm just quick googling the definition of a goal. Oh, well, I'm sure it's different.
0: The number one definition: the object toward which an endeavor is directed, mm-hmm. an end, an intention. Mm-hmm. So a lot, you know, but that doesn't automatically mean it's going to happen, right? Um, the the obvious analogy is in sports. Um, so that's the second part of the definition, a structure or area into which players endeavor to propel a ball or puck in order to score points <laughs> uh, or nice hockey or that football. Is definitely a there. goal. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely a goal, but it makes sense. They may have all the intentions in the world to do it, but they need good systems and teamwork to actually like bring it into reality. So the, that's the problem with most people's goals mm. is they are way too, too ill-defined. Like you don't, don't have a good definition of what you're even trying to do. And yeah. so it never moves beyond the idea phase. And mm-hmm. there it just sits. You make a new year's resolution and come about September. You're like, Hey, what was I going to do this year? Oh, <laughs> nuts. And you know, before you know it, December, you know, 30th is here. And you're like, oh, nuts. Never have her 31st, whatever last day of the year is. And you're like, oh, I never did that. Oh, well, yeah. But it's not that big a deal. Cause you never made it a big deal. And right. here you
1: are. Something me and my friend Weston did is every month we would make goals for that month. And then we would meet up at the beginning of the month and like tell each other, like, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And then we get together at the end of the month again and like review, like, okay, how we do? What didn't we do? What are we doing for next month? Do we need to come back? That was really, really good. Um, Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. I was gone um, at Bible college for a while. So I couldn't do it for some of the months, but the months we did do it were really, really cool. It was like, you know, Hey, this month I'm going to learn two new piano songs or this month I'm going to read this many books or, you know, I'm going to, I'm not going to eat any sugar this month or whatever. Mm. I'm going to drink a half gallon of water every day <laughs> or two days. Nice. Or <laughs> um, so like that, like that was really, really good, but uh, yeah, we need to make a whole episode on that for sure. Yeah. So I guess it just comes back to like, okay, how is this actually like I said it changed my life but like how has it actually changed my life? And maybe you've got some stuff on this too. But like for me it's changed so much of the uh the grit moments. So like when you hit something it's like whack, you know, you hit an obstacle, something you need to overcome, a challenge. You have to like there's a struggle and there's there's grit and determination that's needed to get through that a lot of times. This could be something that pops up in your life, this could be something that you choose to do, whatever the case may be, I found that when that moment hits when that moment arises and there is struggle it makes that struggle so much more worthwhile and like it gives me more purpose in the moment because it's not like i'm it's not like i'm just going to push through to get everything back to normal it's a lot more cuz like i see like okay last time i went through a struggle like this this is what changed about me for the better and i like that so like this next struggle pops up okay this is going to suck in a lot of ways but If I push through it and I do it to the best of my ability, there's going to be some really great things that happen. When that started clicking, that had a huge effect on me in like everyday things, (laughs) Um, especially emotionally. Like that was a huge one. There was a lot of like at SMBI, there was a lot of emotional turmoil and ups and downs. A lot of struggle came up for me and for a lot of other people, like helping other people through it. And a lot of times, like the people I worked with thought I was probably thought I was crazy most of the time because something would happen or, Something would blow up and it'd be like, yes, like, mm-hmm. let's get this, man. This is going to be great. Like, we're going to grow so much through this. This is going to be really hard. Like, let's do it. And it wasn't like an excitement. It was more of a, like, I'm, a, well, it wasn't excitement. It's like, I'm excited to see who we become through this. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not just the end thing. It's like the process is growing us. What are we becoming through this? And being, and trying to be intentional about that. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that makes sense. Yeah. It's like, um, a determination but it's a determination that's not rooted in short-term motivational films or something yeah you know like it goes a lot deeper to what are your core values what's at the exact base level of what i'm trying to achieve in my life which if you haven't listened to some of our previous episodes we Mm -hmm. spent a a good chunk um i don't know if we're doing seasons or not but we took a break and when we came back for round two which this is I don't know which episode of Round Two this is, but anyway, <laughs> the first I think three of the Round Two episodes, yeah, was really focused on this concept of first principles or like core values. Mm-hmm. You know, what is the underlying baseline reality that your life is working out of, which is very important. You're not going to get around core reality. Figure out what your first principles are. Figure out what you're working with, and then from there you can start building. So many people have a very warped perspective of the world like they just and i I mean not maybe not even in a bad way necessarily they just you know Mm -hmm. haven't thought it through as much um so back to determination and things it has to be rooted really deep and come from something that's not just frivolous or short-term motivation you won't be able to sustain it otherwise first principles
1: well yeah and you even see like if you just it's like what the monk said here is like do you wish that you could do that like or do you wish you could learn to do that? Like when you think about learning to do that, there's a curiosity there, there's a drive, there's a there's a becoming something new, someone new, something different. And that's so much deeper that's rooted so much deeper in mm-hmm. like your character of who you are and whether or not it's important to you to become someone better. Yeah. Um classic example is <laughs> I was traveling like a year or a year ago, somewhere around there gas gauge in my car doesn't work. So you can probably see where this is going. <laughs> I'm ripping down the interstate at velocities that shall not be named. And all of a sudden my car sputters and just like poof, dies middle of a construction zone. There's like concrete barriers. And so I like, you know, no, you lose all power steering, everything, your brakes like start locking up because you know, you run out of gas and like, My first reaction when that happened was I just burst out laughing. I was like, this is awesome. Like, Mm. I can't wait to see what happens. I've never, ever been put in this situation before. And this is going to teach me some really awesome stuff. So I figured out a way of getting over to the shoulder, stopped, and I could literally see a gas station. And anyway, yeah, whole (sighs) fun rigmarole of of getting me back out of there. And I was out of there in like 25 minutes. Oh, wow. So that could have worked out. Yeah, it worked out great. That's, <laughs> Usually people's response with that is like, how in the world do you learn to be able to see the world that way? Like that is a very valid question. And I think we would be very, uh, we would be kind of off kilter if we left this episode like here without giving them something to like a practical way of doing this, I guess, of like how to begin slowly changing that mindset.
0: Well, You're basically saying adversity is if you handle it properly, will help you become something better. Yeah. Is basically is easier on the line premise. Right. Basically. It's
1: the whole thing of like, you'll either, what is that phrase? You'll, um, you'll, you'll get better or bitter. Like you'll either become right. a better person or yeah. you'll become a bitter person. So like, yeah, not yeah. saying that if you go through struggle, you're going to automatically become that person, but yeah, you have I, the potential mm. for that.
0: Okay. Cause we, we just need to put a, put a little disclaimer in here though, for everybody listening. Like, there's other options besides better or bitter. Yeah. As in like, it could kill you. True. It could break you forever and you could have a nervous and mental breakdown and it could ruin the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Um, It could kill someone near you. Yeah. It could ruin you financially Mm -hmm. and you go bankrupt. So like there, there are other options besides better and bitter. Now, so I think we need to be clear. Like we're not talking about those kinds of events we're talking about like we're talking about the events where you run out of gasoline by the side of the interstate which is a very minor thing in the scale of life if you're one of those people that like can't make your house payments and you're about to lose your house okay okay don't don't apply (laughs) this because you're going to have another option besides getting better or getting bitter probably you're probably going to be broke (laughs) yeah you know which is a third uh b i guess we can throw in there so just to be clear for our audience before we continue these are not like
1: major life crises,
0: right? And I think that's these are, fairly these straightforward. Are,
1: but we need to be these are oh, crises yeah. that threaten your your comfort level. Oh yeah, now that's totally like, different.
0: Bring it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that yeah. Thanks for clarifying that because that could definitely come across the wrong way if you're not careful. Right. Okay. So for myself, a lot of it came from my influence of people that I either know or especially people that I would read, um, and the influence through books and watching them. And hearing them talk about um, the difficult things that they had been through and how it changed them and how they grew through that and didn't allow that to break them or beat them down in a way like emotionally or, or whatever. But in, instead, they, they pushed through that. And okay, <laughs> I think we had talked about this, the, the 10x rule or something. What is that? Ten X? No, that's Grant Cardone's. Yeah, thing. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that it? Okay. Where like for just as many people that you know succeed or whatever, like there's just as many yeah. who gave everything and didn't make it. Yeah, we made an episode on this. Yeah. it's very important. So like that yeah. is also critical. <laughs> like kind of like with what you were saying. Like yeah, there are definitely people that you know they push through it and oh sometimes you just
0: fail. Yeah, I mean, that's just that's just life. It's part of life. You know, and and but also being very honest about that and almost not fatalistic. That we definitely want to go there, but but almost kind of. I mean, hey, sometimes it's bleak. Okay, yeah. oops, it's bleak. You know, you got to push through, and and that doesn't mean the rest of your life ends. You know, mm-hmm. you, they, every person in their own way has to find their way through that adversity. Again, depending on what all it is, and sometimes you know, say it comes to business, you just you just fail, and you yeah. you 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 don't make it. And you try to learn what you can and right. you pull the pieces together and take the lessons and, and you keep going, mm-hmm. you know, and that can be extremely hard in the moment. But then looking back, you know, usually those people have been through that. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, I, you know, I wouldn't want to do it again, but man, I learned a lot. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm a better person because I, because I, you know, because I, I learned from it, you know.
1: But it really depends what attitude you go into it yeah. with. Yeah. Like, and that's where I think having this, like beginning to train this mindset beforehand is so critical and having, so for me it was having that influence, but then it was also self-evaluation of like, okay, what happened, you know, last year when stuff blew up, now I can look back at that and be like, okay, you know, was it actually that bad? Was that just my perception? What, what changed about me? And like being able to go back and see that gave me more like vision for the future of like, now when I go through hard things, or and pursuing a goal or pursuing whatever. I can look in the past and I can know, okay, that strengthened me here. This did or you know, this goal that I had back when I was, you know, 15, it did that for me and now I'm this person. I can now apply that to my future a little bit more. But if you don't have like a clear vision of mm-hmm. that past and how your your influences and your goals and your hardships have actually changed you, then yeah, the future is going to be like really really bleak in many ways. And when stuff pops up or when you choose to do something or accomplish something new, it can be really, really hard to actually be excited about the person you're becoming because you have no vision of mm-hmm. like what that might be.
0: That's true. Yeah. I
1: think that just takes self a lot of self-evaluation and a lot of knowing your response to things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense.
1: Like learning to ask better questions is so, it's a very important skill to learn. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, yeah. Cause like your thoughts are basically just like question and answers in many ways and how you think and process things. Mm -hmm. So if you learn to ask new and better questions, like a lot of time that's, that's a lot of what, you know, when, like when I would walk, like walk with someone through something difficult, it wasn't that I was so much smarter than them or better or like more knowledge or whatever. It was just more like I had a different perspective. So I asked different questions to them. Mm -hmm. A lot of times they knew the answers, but it was like, Oh, like, Hmm. Like i never thought about it quite like that. Like, Oh, you think about like, what about that? And like, and it was, they kind of, walk them, themselves through it in many ways. It's just, they just needed me to bring a new perspective to it.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
1: And so like, if you go into a problem or, okay, let's say you go into a goal and you're like, how is this goal gonna, you know, and you ask a question that you've always been asking, how's this goal going to make me successful? It's like, okay, that's very broad for one thing, but if you like narrow it down to, um, you know, something way more specific, something tangible, Looking beyond, looking farther, asking questions that are outside of your normal realm of where you imagine or where you see yourself in,
0: stretching your worldview. Yeah,
1: almost or worldview
0: view of the world. Your yeah,
1: view of the world definitely. Yeah, because stre- that's very much yeah. what's happened to me through all of this. Like, yeah, it has dramatically changed the way I view the world because yeah, it's so much broader now.
0: Yeah, and that comes back to the rubber band principle. Yeah, which is. Life is like a rubber band and the goal is not to keep it doing nothing and just you never stretching yourself, but mm-hmm. you don't want to stretch yourself too far or you snap. Right. So you're always stretching, stretching, trying to, you know, keep growing and building on what you already know. But if you push it too far, oops, mm-hmm. something breaks and you definitely don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And that takes a lot of wisdom and over time you learn the balance, mm-hmm. but you definitely don't want to just sit around not stretching yourself ever because that's not honestly not as much fun (laughs) like you know like you just you you limit yourself a lot yeah and and you know and again there's limits to all these things you know don't take our you know don't take these ideas and go do something stupid because you're like oh i need to stretch myself you know run a marathon and over a frozen glacier in your bare feet or something no no don't do something bad idea too yeah don't do something too out there but it is good to stretch yourself occasionally and there's lots and lots of little ways like a cold shower for example
1: exactly it's not going to hurt you. I mean it will, but not well, too much.
0: Temporarily perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's this is this is really interesting. As you can tell, we've touched on this topic from a few angles as we've mentioned in previous episodes, and we've already uncovered a future future
1: episode that we're going to do mm-hmm. on goals. Two new episodes actually. Possibly so.
0: Once I mean, Austin actually reads the uh, the appropriate books right. uh, to talk about it.
1: Give it a few months.
0: <laughs> yeah, give it a few months. And as you all know, we had mentioned in a previous episode that I was going to take Austin skydiving, talking about stretching yes. ourselves. Yes, uh, but that got delayed because of some things. But yep, <laughs> if you want to hear his screaming tones as he plummets towards <laughs> the earth, I'm not
1: going to scream
0: or other things. Um, feel free to subscribe because I'm sure we're going to learn lots of fun stuff. We're going to make a podcast while, while skydiving, it's going to be amazing. Well, I mean, well, yeah. not like literally, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Anyways, that'd it, be cool. It's going to be awesome. And uh, as always, you can find us on the internet, the mm-hmm. intro net, intronet. in inter, in, inter- internet, 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 the interwebs. There you go. You can find us on the interwebs at com, mm-hmm. and on all the social medias at AustinTrock and myself at com, and all the social medias. We both have YouTube channels. I have another podcast called The Books We Read in case you're curious on that. that I do with my bro, Jaren, and other things. Thank you so much for listening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you have anything else you want to add?
1: Not really. Other than just like if you make sure that your belief systems are and like your first principles are aligned with your goals. Otherwise you will have a lot of problems.
0: No, you need to align your goals with your first principles. Right. That's what, yep. That's what (laughs) I meant. And if that didn't make sense to you, don't worry. Just go back and listen to the last few episodes and it. And it will very, very, very important stuff. Yes. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you so much for listening and we love to hear from you guys. So feel free to reach out to us on Twitter or, uh, through our websites or something that would be awesome. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace out. Outro.